Welcome to the From Battle to Business podcast. In this podcast, business coach and fellow veteran Dean Van Dyke will bridge the gap between service and civilian life, helping guide veteran business owners to supercharge their business and unlock hidden profits. You wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business. Let's get to it. Well, welcome back. This is From Battle to Business with your host, Dean Van Dyke. And today I'd like to welcome Greg Fisher. Greg's a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and co-founder of Burn Pit Barbecue, where he shares grilling and barbecue recipes and tips. He served three combat deployments in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom as well. As a Marine, he led and took part in combat and humanitarian missions. Greg was honorably discharged at the rank of sergeant in 2006 when he received his Bachelor of Science from the University of Wisconsin Parkside and MBA from Alverno College. He spent the next 10 years working in the insurance and finance sector as a leader and coach. And during that time, he became certified ECHO and neuroleadership brain-based professional coach. In 2020, Greg left the comforts of the corporate world and launched Burn Pit Barbecue with Ben Kreppel, where he shares the grilling and barbecue tips, recipes, and seasonings he learned in the backyard to help beginners cook delicious meals. Greg is also on a mission to help men find their confidence and live with intention. So let's get to it. Well, welcome, Greg, and thank you for joining from Battle to the Business. Hey, I appreciate it, Dean. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. So in 60 seconds or less, and no, it's not going in 60 seconds or less, but in 60 seconds or less, tell us a little bit about Greg and uh, what you do. Uh, yeah, so I appreciate that you having me on again. So uh, my name is Greg Fisher. I'm the co-founder of Burn Pit BBQ. Uh, we're an all-natural barbecue rub and sauce company here in the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, prior to that, I was in the Marine Corps for four years. I served with uh, 1st Battalion, 7th Marines uh, from 2002 to 2006. Uh, and then when I came back home, I decided I wanted to go work in the corporate world uh, for about 10 years before I had enough of that and uh, decided to go into, uh, into uh, barbecue. Nice. So I've got to ask, how did the dad versus son rib cookoff go? <laughs> you know, I taught him everything he knows, so I'll start there. But uh, he he beat me again. Uh, we did a we did a charity cookoff um, last weekend, and uh, it was wings, ribs, and uh, sausage. And wow. the community uh, people bought like sampling tickets, and they could come up and try stuff. Um, and uh, they got to vote for their favorite one, and uh, he beat me. He beat me. He got uh, <laughs> uh, he beat me by one vote, I think it was. So he's got bragging rights right now. Ah, nothing wrong with those bragging rights. <laughs> he he knows where he it. learned. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah well, I had to awesome. give him a ride home afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that went well. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your Marine Corps journey. Yeah, so my my journey started uh, actually, you know, when I, when I was a senior in high school, uh, September 11th happened, and you know, I'd been looking at colleges and stuff, and you know, it really kind of made up my mind for me, and I, I chose the Marine Corps. I went down that route and uh, went to uh, Marine Corps Recruit Depot, San Diego. I went into infantry, so I went straight in from boot camp to infantry training. Mm -hmm. And then in 2003, I was placed with 1st Battalion, 7th Marines, as they were preparing for the invasion to Iraq. So I met them in Kuwait, actually. And oh, wow. uh, I was part of the invasion from Kuwait to Baghdad. And then I, I made two more deployments back to Iraq uh, between 2004 and 2006. So three total. Um, and then at that time, it was... 
yeah, all that all that was on the horizon for me was probably more combat. So I decided to get out because I'd pressed my luck enough and I came back home here to Wisconsin after that. Nice. Well, we appreciate the sacrifice and it's mm-hmm. it's uh I was happy to uh <clears throat> help liberate Kuwait for you so that you could land there when uh, <laughs> uh you went there. But uh so appreciate it. From from the Marine Corps, even though you're an infantryman, infantryman, I know everybody in the Marine Corps is a rifleman. I mean, it's, right, yeah. it's you know, you're going to learn to shoot before you learn your job, which I think is uh, having been in the army, that's what they should do in the army as well. But sure. <laughs> I'm not in charge. So, so how did that experience shape? Now, I know you were in corporate for a little bit, but I think mm-hmm. even in corporate, how did that experience shape your corporate as well as now with burn pit barbecue well i I think it um it really helped with understanding the larger mission i'd say Mm -hmm. um so and then also you know being to able to adapt and adjust along the way because you know in combat and even the military um you know things happen things are you know, not always as planned. So you might have an order and a mission, mm-hmm. but, you know, chaos ensues. Um, and that's just like anything in life, especially small business. Um, you, you go in there with a plan and a mission and you get in there and you find out yeah, this just wasn't how I was expecting it. And you have to adapt and adjust. Um, so as long as you kind of have that big picture in mind, um, but then also are able to adjust along the way. I think a lot of those things I learned in the military um, applied uh, when I left and I went into that corporate environment and, that, and especially now it, being an entrepreneur and having my own business. What are some of the, what are some of the challenges you experienced with um, burn, burn pit barbecue launching it? And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the big topics today is, is just finding and um, retaining high quality teammates. So what, what are some of the big challenges you're facing that you faced in startup mode? And then now mm-hmm. that you're in run mode. Yeah. Initially it was, okay, how are we going to make money? So my, my transition from corporate to do what I'm doing now was I, I got to the end of the corporate ladder and I just was miserable. So I was mm. in that spot where I was just trying to find myself again. So I was like, I have to do something else. I enjoy doing barbecue. So I left that started this business with really no idea um, how I was going to make money um, until, you know, maybe one or two months in where I started to then uh, work with our co-founder to develop our own lineup of sauces and seasonings. Uh, and that's how we started to generate a profit and earn some money. So that was initially the first challenge that we had to overcome was, okay, we started this business. Now, how are we going to actually, um, you know, sell a service or a product? So understanding mm-hmm. that piece. Uh, and then also, you know, when you are, um, when you are producing a food product, how, do, how do you get people to try it? Because a new product, you know, people have to try it before they buy mm-hmm. it usually. So then we right. had to do a lot of legwork of how do we find people? How do we find our ideal customers? And then how do we get them to try our stuff? So we had, to, uh, it was a lot of boots on the ground going out to, you know, locals, farmer, farmers markets, um, you know, fairs, events, craft fairs, just so people could try our stuff. So just mm-hmm. understanding how, how to get our product in front of new people. And then also now, uh, how do we get it on the shelves at retail space, uh, at grocers and local markets? Um, so that was a challenge in of self learning how to do that. So those are just some of the initial challenges that we faced. 
So how's the, <clears throat> so with, um, now do you, from a, I, I was on your website, I know it's, uh, folks can buy the sauces and the rubs and things like that. Um, how did the, those challenges you initially faced going to, you know, getting the word out about burn pit barbecue and, uh, growing the brand, uh, because that's what you guys were doing. Um, mm -hmm. how did that help you get the brand out? Was it just through, uh, taste testing? I mean, how did you guys do that? Yeah, it was a lot of word of mouth. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, we were fortunate early on, um, that, you know, during the pandemic, um, cause we started in, um, July of 2020, you know, middle of the pandemic, wow. people were, were co cooking from home because they, they couldn't go out. Um, they couldn't, you know, eat at their favorite restaurants cause everything was closed down. So we, we saw that opportunity there to help people on that journey of, you know, grilling and barbecuing from home. So we had, you know, people's attention because people were at home, you know, mm -hmm. on the computer. So social media was a big thing for us. We, we started to share our journey from startup to, you know, what we were doing. Um, and that's how we grew kind of organically on social media. Uh, but then we also had some national opportunities to be on um, like the sh home shopping network. And then also, you know, Q QVC um, during the military appreciation month in May of last year. And then because of that, it just snowballed where people, local stations wanted to feature us then too. So we, we got a little exposure that way. Um, but we had to find those opportunities. They didn't just come to us. Like we had to apply and, and pitch and then also, you know, submit videos and products to these people. So uh, there's a little bit of legwork that goes into it. And mm -hmm. uh, I think people who are starting out, if you, if you don't have a huge budget, like we did, we didn't have a huge marketing budget. Uh, you have to kind of be resourceful and go and find those opportunities. So speaking of those opportunities, how did you go? I mean, obviously military appreciation week is huge. Um, how did you, what was the value proposition that you pitched to QVC home shopping network mm -hmm. to, you know, cause you're, you weren't the only show in the game, right. so to speak. So how did you, yeah. what was that value proposition that you guys pitched to, to get it to be included? Yeah, it, uh, you're right. You know, barbecue rubs and sauces are kind of a dime a dozen. Um, and there's a, quite a bit of, you know, veteran owned ones out there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I think from us, our, our unique proposition was our story. You know, me and my business partner, uh, we served in the military and then we we quit our jobs to, to do this business. Um, and then also our products are all natural. So there's no mm -hmm. preservatives or anything like that. They're all made here in the state, state of Wisconsin. And then we give back, uh, we give back a portion of sales to local veteran organizations. Mm -hmm. So we try and keep this, everything that we create and produce, uh, at least locally, have a local tie to it. And we, we've done a lot of fundraisers. We do an annual barbecue competition where we bring in amateur cooks and we raise money for a local veteran nonprofit. So I think all those things combined together help kind of paint this picture of um, an emerging emerging mm -hmm. barbecue brand that's veteran owned, um, that's uh, looking out for more than just itself in the bottom line. Well, I think that's great. In fact, I saw on your website, you um, looked like you were serving some, some soldiers. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's, I mean, that's awesome that you're partnering with local veteran organizations and, and um, <clears throat> we do the same with, with our business, my, my bride and myself with, uh, you know, supporting different 
veteran organizations and causes. And so that's awesome that you guys are doing that. Cause I think that's huge, right. To, yeah. Uh, and it's that community building. So, yeah, so we, what, you know, we've been fortunate to receive a lot of great support from veterans and service members. So we want to just continue to give back because mm-hmm. you, you and I both know, you know, we serve you know in the military because we, we, we understand that there's a greater purpose out there and, and that service doesn't stop when we take the uniform off that, that just continues in uh, what we're doing in the community. So uh, it's been a great partnership uh, since we started. That's awesome. I mean, it is, it is, even though we take the uniform off, it's, I think we always say that we uh, raise our right hand for life. And so mm-hmm. it's being able to help, you know, veterans and <clears throat> I'm part of an organization that has, uh, we actually just uh, lost uh, a World War II veteran. Uh, Earl mm. was 102 years old. I think and, I read about that. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, it was just, he's an amazing guy and uh, always had a, a, you know, just even though he had left the military after World War II, he was still serving. Even at, mm-hmm. uh, I remember last year at a Memorial Day event, he showed up. Um, he was late, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, he showed up ready to work and uh, yeah. ready to serve. So, uh, so what you had a stable job, um, you and your business partner, it sounds like, but in the middle of the pandemic, what was the, mm-hmm. what was the Oedipus just to, to do that? I mean, that's, that takes a lot of guts in the middle of that pandemic. <laughs> yeah. A lot of guts and a lot of pain. Um, I was, you know, I, I'd spent a decade, you know, I, I came home from the Marine Corps. I got my degrees. I went to school, um, and then I started working for an organization, kind of working my way around. And along that that path, um, I kind of lost myself. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of doing the things that I thought I should be doing and not necessarily uh, following, you know, my gut and my instinct and things that I enjoyed to do. So um, at the end of that 10 years, I, I looked back and I just, you know, I, I wasn't happy with who I'd become. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to do a lot of soul searching, a lot of conversations sure. with my spouse um, because, you know, I, I was the main, uh, the primary, you know, financial provider for my family. And I have three young boys um, and uh, I had to get kind of, uh, I had to let her into how I was feeling. And I was just going down a bad ro- road if I were to continue on that path. So I just said, hey, I'm, I'm miserable. Um, I need to do something else. And, uh, you know, I, I need to take some time for myself and work for myself instead of somebody mm-hmm. else. So. And I just decided on barbecue because that's something I'd always done in the backyard by myself with my buddy. And that's kind of how we decompressed and got away from the stressors in life. And, you know, that's something I enjoyed doing. So that's what we we decided on. And uh, we've been kind of going down that road ever since. Uh, and, and I'm glad I made that choice. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's a difficult choice to make, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you have a family to provide for. And you, you've spent, you know, 10 years building up this career only to, to realize it's not really, you know, what you, what you wanted to do. Yeah. It's, um, I was listening to, um, a, a, uh, a conversation earlier today was, uh, about sales, but it was interesting because it, it's centered around, uh, you know, I'll be happy when, and mm-hmm. so that corporate gig, I, I did corporate for many, many years. And there's a lot of times, you know, you, you, you reach that next rung, so to speak. And you're like, this is quite the letdown. It wasn't what I had expected. So, right. um, so it's, it's great to, I mean, it's tough. 
I mean, if you are going down a bad path and you, but kudos to you for recognizing it because there's mm-hmm. so many of us that don't recognize it. And, and so, um, so I also see you're a, you're a certified echo and neuro leadership brain-based professional coach. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I always enjoyed, you know, helping people and coaching people. Um, so when I was in that corporate environment and, and, you know, they allowed me a lot of opportunities to, to move mm-hmm. around and do different things. So, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that opportunity. Um, and I got to, you know, become certified in the ECHO, which is an effective cu- communication um, course, and then also some leadership courses so I could go around and coach other people. Um, and I've taken that with me into what I'm doing now. And, you know, I help other people, high performers, uh, men in that corporate position, uh, kind of rediscover that passion, that purpose that they might have lost along the way. So I've mm-hmm. turned like that um those skills that I, I learned in that corporate environment, use them on myself. And now I'm able to give back um, to other men that might, you know, find themselves in a position I was in where they're just miserable, unhappy, don't know who they are anymore uh, because they've given so much to this organization mm-hmm. and providing for their family. Um, so I've been able to turn that around and help other people through that pain as well. So um, that's a little bit about what I do on the side, in addition to, you know, running my own business. Sure. Well, sounds like you got two businesses going. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 in my blood to serve and help others. So, I um, mean, I just you know I know that pain that other men might f- be feeling mm. in, in a similar situation. So, I just want to use my experience so that maybe help speed up that process for them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and that's awesome because you know when in corporate, it's easy to get burned out. It's easy to <clears throat> do those 60, 70 hour weeks and think it's normal. And then, yeah. And I've talked to a lot of men that um, have had mental breakdowns that mm -hmm. um, have had to go on disability leave because, you know, they had, you know, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. And at the end of the day, is that really worth, you know, your health just to maintain a status or a job? And, you know, my opinion is no, it's not. So um, I just, I help other people kind of see from a different perspective and lens mm-hmm. that maybe their, their health and their well being is a little bit more important than their status and their ego a- attached to this position. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I'll admit I was one of those guys. I drove hard, you know, just left active duty and mm-hmm. drove hard and, um, and soon realized the ones that are suffering is my family. And that's, yeah. you know, sacrificing family is, <clears throat> is not the way to go. So yeah, and that's an interesting dynamic too, because we do it for our family, but then, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that hurt the most are the ones, the family, right? So uh, that's an interesting dynamic that I think a lot of people have struggles with. Um, and I, you know, I can have, I can have good conversations and ask a lot of good questions about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um but when I walked through the door and I heard enough coming out, coming mm-hmm. from my bride, I was like, hmm, something's got to change. So, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> she recognized it right away. I, I was the one who was, I guess, blind to it, not sure, you know, not realizing it. But uh, so what's one piece of advice that you'd give someone that's starting, that's looking to start their own business? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say. You know, you don't have to quit your job like I did. Um, I would say, you know, 
you know, maybe start small um, and uh, kind of test some some things out because you, you might find that things change as you start kind mm-hmm. of getting into the process. Um, but, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Um, go out there, try new things, try different things, um, see what sticks and what you're passionate about and try and kind of do that. Uh, and, you know, the, the advice that I got was, you know, it's not about the money, you know, do something that you enjoy doing and the mm-hmm. money will follow. Um, so that's what uh, I would tell new people trying to get in, thinking about it, you know, try a lot of different things. Don't be afraid to fail and don't be afraid to put yourself out there because um, whether you believe it or not, there's a lot of people that are probably rooting for you to su- succeed. Um, but uh, if they don't know you're doing anything, you know, they can't support you. Very true. Very true. Yeah. It's always, um, I was talking to a, a business owner just before this and he was working in the, um, uh, accounting space with a consulting firm, 110 hours a week. And he just, mm-hmm. you know, he said enough and yeah, it, uh, so that's, I mean, and he had been doing that. He'd been doing photography and video on the side and somebody told him, Hey, have you thought of launching your own business? And he's like, mm-hmm. Nope. And it's usually that one little spark that gets us to, to do that. So, yeah. Well, Hey, I've got a speed round. These are really easy questions. Uh, but, uh, I always love to ask my guests, what are your three books you'd recommend and why? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the, the number one book I read right out of. It was that, uh, it's called love and how relationships work. Um, so that, that's my number one, yeah, never eat alone. Um, number two, I would have to say, um, is, um, let's see, I would say, um, this book that I'm kind of reading right now, um, I have it right here. It's how to grow a small business by Donald Miller. Oh yeah. Story Um, brand. Yeah. Yep. Story brand. It's, it's great. Like if, like for that example that you had about, um, somebody, you know, just starting a business and understanding like what they want to do, I'd say, that um, they that's a good uh, way to kind of pick a, a niche or understand your target market and then go after it. So mm-hmm. uh, Donald Miller's book, How to Grow Your Small Business is a great book. Um, and then the last one um, I would say would be um, uh, Talk Like Ted. So I do some speaking and stuff like that. So, you know, the, the TED Talks, mm-hmm. um, the author actually um, analyzed like the, the top TED talks and then broke them down. So um, he gives great ideas of how to set up, you know, your story and be able to speak to that. So, uh, and that's, uh, I think not only if you want to speak, but like if you are networking or, you know, sharing your story in, in formats like this, uh, it's a great, great way to be able to um, frame them and then give you ideas to think about. Oh, wow. Talk like Ted. I'll have mm-hmm. to check that one out. Yeah. Next one's really tough. Um, <laughs> what are your three favorite movies and why? Oh, my three favorite movies. Um, I'd say number one would be Tommy Boy. Because um, <laughs> I'm a big Chris Farley fan. And I, you yeah. know, I enjoyed that one uh, growing up and still do. Um, number two. I'd say, you know, Black Hawk Down was probably um, 
like I don't do too many military movies, but like Black Hawk Down came out kind of when I was in, you know, high school, I think it was, you know, and we watched that movie during boot camp uh, for whatever okay. reason. So uh, that's one of the military movies I, I'd say, like, is one of the most realistic ones, I'd say, um, mm-hmm. especially for what we were about to go into in you know, Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, so Black Hawk Down was, uh, would be number two. And, and number three, um, let's see here. Yeah, I haven't been asked this one. So this is a great question. Um, I'm trying to think of the last one I, I watched that uh, I really enjoy. Um, you know, maybe Boondock Saints. Um, oh wow! <laughs> kind of a, a little off the off the wall kind of you know, humor and also kind of vendetta type of movie. Sure. Wow, that's that's quite the range of movies. Yeah, I don't uh, I, I don't uh, discriminate. I like them all. I guess uh, all different types. All good movies. All good. Mm-hmm. So, where can my audience go to learn more about you and Burn Pit Barbecue? Yeah, you could go out to our website, burnpitbbq.com um, to learn more about the business. Um, and then like on the socials, just search, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, search Burn Pit BBQ and we'll come up um, on like the, the the personal side. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, just my, my first and my last name, Greg Fisher. Um, that's where I share a lot of like my personal stories and kind of what we're going through behind the scenes in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also on Instagram, just underscore Greg Fisher. And you'll be able to see me out there as well. And that's where I share a lot of that uh, uh, resources and tips about, um, you know, finding, you know, your purpose, your passion, living with purpose, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So um, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And Greg, this has been a great time spent, uh, even though you're in the Marine Corps. I know that. <laughs> hey, we got to have a little ribbon. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No pun intended, uh, yeah. but no, I appreciate you coming on from Battle to Business today and um, looking forward to learning more about you and seeing the journey that you're that you're uh, on and continuing to, to be successful with it. Yeah, no, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for for having me on and, and all you do in, in uh, highlighting other veterans and uh, business owners. Absolutely love it. And if you know of any other business owners that would love to come on a podcast, let me know. Uh, okay. Because I uh, love having them on and um, most, most veterans I know aren't too shy. So, <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you very much, Greg. Thanks for listening. In order to help others, please subscribe and share this show up with other veteran business owners in your network. If you want specific guidance, feel free to book a complimentary call with Dean at deanvandyke.com. Remember, you wouldn't go into battle alone and now you don't have to in business.